Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast. Uh, during this pandemic, it's important that we try to stay as connected as possible. And although the state is opening up bit by bit, which it should just pull the trigger on a full reopening, uh, this best way to help the economy, this is how we're going to have to continue to do things. I'm probably going to continue to do these things after the pandemic is over or entirely through the pandemic on top of doing things you would normally do, like getting out and uh, meeting y'all, going to town halls, uh, events, and so on and so forth. So you may have noticed I've been poking fun at the common core math equations over the week, mostly at the fact that our children are being taught some foreign arithmetic that's obscure to us who have already gone through the education system. Many of you have said, Jake, it's still the same thing. They're just teaching them a more visual process. It's just another alternative for kids to learn from. That's not the issue. The issue is this. The material also puts new demands on teachers, many of whom are required to teach material they do not fully understand. Parents are concerned that they, since they don't understand what their children are learning, that they can't help them with their studies, especially many of people have woken up to that during the coronavirus. In a lot of cases, in an effort to learn the material, parents are attending their children's online classes. They're just sitting in the background, trying to peek in, trying to see what it's all about. But in the end, it's becoming more and more obvious that the experiment on our children is not working. And common core math is falling out of favor in particular. That's the one that everybody's pointing out the common core math. If, if this is the way to teach struggling, if this is the way to teach struggling kids, the process behind equations, then fine, fine. But we're essentially holding back all the students who are more gifted and skilled than the average by mandating that they must show their work in this format, that they must adhere to these rules or else they are failed. As someone who graduated in 2015, yes, I am young. I know it's surprising. I can assure you that our public school system is failing kids who get the correct answer and just didn't do the problem in the way that they were asked in the right format. They didn't obey. They didn't obey to the status quo. Maybe my experience as a high schooler in the public school system isn't enough for you. If that's the case, don't ask me. Ask any high schooler. Ask any high schooler and you'll see what I'm talking about. Maybe your school is different, but most schools, most schools are failing kids for not obeying the format, for not participating in this fragmented way of learning. Now, I think we should get rid of the common core system because our high school teachers need to aspire to educate to a standard that can't be described as common. I am... am I, Am I delusional to assume that parents would prefer an education that could be described as anything but common? This is a one-size-fits-all policy. It has to be abolished. And we must make way for a competitive education market. Proponents claim it's a set of benchmarks, but those benchmarks are incredibly low and will prohibit students from focusing on content and Instead, it will demand that students obey the rules. Listen to me or fail. That is the system that we have right now. We need, if they don't take every step within the guidelines, and if they don't increase their attention skills, 
they're penalized. Even if they get the answer right, even if they're already gifted, even if what they're doing is good. As long as it's not part of the system, they get penalized. If, if it's part of the system, if it's not part of the system, they get penalized. Now, education should be about introducing learners to the amazing world around them. Instead of teaching kids what's important for the big test at the end of the year, we should be teaching them why we should care about George Washington, why we should care about the Bill of Rights, why we should care about trigonometry, why we should care about the solar system. There needs to be competition because believe it or not, generally, although they cost more money, private schools are not nearly as well-funded as public schools. And I'm not saying we need to help out private schools. I'm not saying that. I'm not. But you heard me right. Private schools are underfunded because we have so many people going to public schools and public schools are overfunded. Maybe not your school, but when we're talking about New York State as a whole, yes, public schools are overfunded. That's something that your governor doesn't want you to know. Now, remember, not all but most private schools are underfunded. And the reason why private schools are known to educate better is because when we actually let teachers teach, when we, when we actually provide teachers with the flexibility to figure out how to teach a kid, <laughs> when we actually, rather than letting them focus on letting the kid and forcing the kids to subscribe to the, the fragmented learning process we call common core, then we see results. Then we see our return. It is only then when we see progress. It is only then that teachers are given the freedom to make topics more fascinating so that they can move on to the next stage of precision. What I mean by precision. Precision is getting every answer correct, making sure that these kids know what they're talking about. But first, you have to fascinate these kids. And we can't do that in the common core education system. We can't. So the answer, obviously, is not that we need more money in our public schools. Because we already have enough, we dump more and more money into the public school system every year. Florida has 2 million, two million more students than New York does and they spend less than half on education in our com compared to us. So the answer is not more money. We should actually be putting a cap on how much each school spends per student and then get rid of the unbearable mandates that largely burden our teachers. Our educators need help. They need flexibility. And the best way the government can help them is to step off their toes. Intertwined with that issue is the financial and time-consuming burden our teachers carry of a master's degree. We are one of the only states that do this. We are one of the only states in the entire country that do this. New York did this for two reasons. Reason one, because the obvious reason that they are controlling and they wanted to thin the herd, thin the pool of teachers, but two is because they wanted to make more money. Now, let's step back and talk about that first one. When education, when educators, like my mom, looking for a job years ago, there was an overwhelming surplus of qualified educators 
with bachelor's degrees looking for a job. And instead of letting school boards, superintendents, principals, and parents raise the hiring standards, New York did it for them. Classic New York, stepping in where they shouldn't be. (laughs) And on the second reason, that second reason, because they wanted to make more money, New York saw an opportunity to make more money through SUNY and CUNY school programs that most prospective educators are going to go to to get their master's degree. Now, teachers, after doing this, bear the financial burden of a master's degree. Uh, The pool of teachers to hire has been thinned so much that we're facing a teaching shortage of hundreds of thousands of teachers by 2028. And I'm going to touch more on that. It's it's coming a lot faster than normal. I'm going to touch more on that at the end here. But on top of all of this, on top of all of the disastrous stuff New York has done to our teachers, they are, our teachers now have to reluctantly enforce common core mandates that politicians in Albany thought would be helpful to our children, although it is over, overly controlling and way too inefficient. There are no mechanisms in place for parents to change this content. There are no mechanisms in place to have a say in who gets hired as a parent. And New York did that on purpose so they can grab as much central control as possible over the education system. This one-size-fits-all policy, like Common Core, creates your common worker. I don't know about you. I want our education system to be anything but common. I want it to succeed. Common core fails to teach objective truth and what objective truth is. And it fails to lift up the character of a child. All New York cares about is numbers. Your child is a statistic. So so your child's a gifted writer. Who cares? What's their test score? Good at math? Great. Uh, but we don't care unless he's got a good test score. What's you, your school needs more money? Okay, cool. What is the test scores that your school has given us? Because we're not going to give you more money until your test scores are better. Okay, so so what is wrong? <laughs> what's wrong with that? If you don't see what's wrong with that, you're crazy. What is wrong with your child being a statistic? Let me tell you, because it makes centralized control easier. There needs to be competition. Teachers need to be free to teach. They need, they, they work in a very tough and if done correctly and if, if done well in a very rewarding environment, a very rewarding job, but they're weighed, they're too weighed down by the, by the master's degree retirement. It's a financial burden. It's time consuming. And now after all of the, and all the mandates set forth by Albany, and now after all of this, after this overreaction over COVID-19, The New York State Department of Education is cutting teachers more than we are cutting administrators and administrator salaries. We should be cutting governmental mandates and centralized testing. Your New York State government is choosing to keep control over your child and treating them like a statistic before the livelihood of our educators who have one of the most important jobs in the entire country. At the beginning of this campaign, I wanted to unburden our teachers. But now, now you might as well just throw that out the window. We need to hit the restart button and fight just to keep our teachers. So what do we do? 
well, let me tell you, it's, it's not easy, but it's quite simple. We need to cut the government out of education as much as possible. You vote Cuomo's cronies out of the assembly and out of the Senate as soon as you can. You get those people who are killing our state out of office. I'm a libertarian. I want freedom. I'm as an economic conservative as it gets. I am so economically conservative, it is not funny. I want Cuomo out of there. I want our teachers to keep their jobs and to be treated fairly. I want our teachers to have the freedom to teach. I want every single downstate Democrat to understand the teacher that teachers are not second-class citizens. I want freedom. I demand freedom for our teachers for the sake of our children and for the sake of the people whose job it is to literally mold their minds and educate them. We need to remember that as Americans, we have a duty to fight for what is right. We have a duty to fight for our rights. We have a duty to remind Governor Andrew Cuomo that although this is the Empire State, that he is not the emperor. We need to make sure that this message is clear. So come November 3rd, when it's time to choose your, your, your senator, your assemblyman, your congressman, you vote these people out. You vote for freedom. It's time. These podcasts, when I'm just flying solo, by the way, are going to be short like these. <laughs> but I think, I think it's best that we keep these short and sweet to the point. Sweet to the point. Because instead of getting long-winded, we need to think critically. We need to think about freedom. We need to put freedom first. There's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do. And I can't do it without you. Our children can't do it without you, and our educators can't do it without you. So come November 3rd, vote these people out of office. Either if they're not doing anything or if they're working against you. There's a lot of that going on in the Assembly, and there's a lot of that going on in the Senate. Vote the people out who aren't doing anything for you, and vote the people out who are actively working against you. Your vote matters. And on that note, if you want people to hear that, if you want people to vote, if you want people to be inspired, maybe I'm not the guy to do it, but I'm a voice that needs to be heard just like you. Make sure you like, you comment, you share, you get this message out there. It's not about the views. It's about how many people's minds are changed. It's about changing hearts and minds. It's about freedom. I hope you all have a good night. Stay out there. Stay safe out there, guys, and stay free.